welcome to Driving Theology. I'm Mike. And I'm Pat. And uh, we're going to do a uh, team cast. We haven't done one in a long time. Pat and I are heading out to the river again. We did this, I don't know, last year. Probably, Probably. the last time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how's it going, Pat? Uh, doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. I've been um, researching a, a Europe trip. Okay. Yeah. Wow. My, my mom wants to take us on a trip. Well, awesome. When yeah. do we go? Next year. You Next did say year. us, right? Well, oh no, I mean. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Martha. I did say You're so us. generous. <laughs> <laughs> just the two of us. Man, that'd be. Oh, just you and your mom? Or no, the just the mom? two of us and my oh, mom. Oh, I see. That, that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great, actually. Hope you listen to this, Martha. Uh, today, I thought we would uh, explore Pat's journey uh, as a uh, believer, um, married to a wife who doesn't see things quite the same way he does. I don't know how else to say that. I would say she's a believer. She just doesn't believe in the same stuff. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna ask just try to ask Pat a couple questions and let him take it from there. Um, but first of all, Pat, tell us about your own journey uh, and how you've come to know Jesus. Okay. Well, um, I well I grew up I would say knowing about Christianity. Uh, I mean, I went to a like a Christian type school from kindergarten through third grade, and uh, it was really it was a movement called Maranatha, and they um, were kind of fundamentalists, I think. Um, kind of. Did they put the fun in fundamentalism? Charismatic, yeah, that was fun. The charismatic part. <laughs> Um, but, you know, pretty strict school, but, uh, anyway, um, I learned some basics about, uh, the stories of the Bible and stuff through that. Um, my mom has pretty much my whole life been a pretty strong believer, although I'm sure she's, um, had her doubts, uh, throughout the years. Uh, my dad, um who has passed away now, uh, he was um, not, well, he grew up as a Catholic, and then he just got out of religion altogether, and uh, was like that. He was, I mean, when I was growing up, he was probably an alcoholic, I would imagine. He had some uh, anger, anger issues that he often... Uh, I think settled through alcohol, probably. Um, <clears throat> that have to do with his uh, time as a soldier, do you think? Probably, yeah. He was in Vietnam, and he was in some really... Probably, he did some things that he didn't... He wasn't proud of, I'm sure. And things that he was proud of that were just not easy to do. So, um, 
he had some nightmares, I'm sure, about that kind of thing. And I saw a few times, times where he kind of freaked out, you know. And had a flashback. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah, had flashbacks and stuff like that. So, anyway, um, my dad was not a believer at all. And uh, later in his life, he did come to some sort of faith uh, in Jesus, uh, and I have no idea how transforming that was to him, or, um, I know he was natural, I, I would say naturally as we get older, we sort of chill out a little bit, uh-huh. and that's what, and he did do that, and he was, always, he was very generous, so I, I think God was working in his heart. So that's that's my background. Um, I wasn't, for me growing up, I wasn't a Christian. So um, I I mean I would say I was a Christian in a um, very uh, surface way uh, until I got into high school, probably, and then I just totally got away from anything Christian or I just thought it was cheesy. Did you feel like you were avoiding it or you were against it? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I was more avoiding it, I guess. I I thought it was lame. Right, wasn't cool. Wasn't cool. Plus I wanted to I wanted to party. Well, if you would have gone to Churches of Christ like me, it would have been really cool. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> then I could be a Christian because it's cool. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> we put the cool in Christianity. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, anyway, I went through a lot of ups and downs. Started uh, in college, I started looking for more. I started asking questions about my own, who I am, what am I doing here, that kind of thing. And, yeah. you know, I looked at a lot of different religions, especially like uh, Buddhism and that kind of thing. And, um, and I never was really drawn to anything. And then I came, um, still partying all, all along the way, um, came to Japan, well, yeah, I got married uh, in graduate school, came to Japan, and... Um, and your wife is Japanese? Yeah, my, I met my wife in, uh, in college, in my, our undergraduate years, and we dated for years and years, and um, finally in graduate school, uh, we decided, I asked her to marry me, and we got married in the States. And we had the plan um, at that point to come back to Japan uh, and live and work as English teachers. We were both studying to be English teachers, so uh, we both wanted uh, university jobs in Japan. Which you did. Which uh, we did. Yeah, I did. So we came back, uh, and that's quite a... That's another story in itself, but um, 
we applied for a lot of different positions at a lot of different schools. I, I wanted to live, I had been to Japan at that point and lived in the mountains and my wife is from a mountain area and I, I love outdoor stuff so I wanted to live in the mountains. I wanted to live in a cool spot in yeah. Japan and be able to do the things I love to do. But, <laughs> but, yeah, but, that yeah, the um, none of the jobs I applied for uh, accepted me, and then um, some random professor of my wife's, uh, he wasn't random to her, but um, he found a job in this place called Ibaraki, uh, and he introduced me and it was a really good connection and uh, eventually I say eventually because um, they even turned me down once and uh, but they called me back and said hey how about it and so we came we came to Ibaraki and came to Ibaraki Christian and I remember at the time thinking oh well it's a Christian school but you know I'm not gonna let them indoctrinate me or talk me brainwash me or anything <laughs> so um, yeah and, and I've never had any pressure from that school at all to right. be a Christian but, yeah. so um, however um, uh, probably a couple years well yeah a couple years after I came um, I started hanging out with one of these Oklahoma Christian kids who was studying abroad here. We went surfing together and stuff in the mornings and um, at one point, we would always talk, you know, and at one point he said, hey, you know what, let's uh, let's read the Bible together in the mornings after surfing. And so we started doing that and I don't know, I mean, from that point it did not take, it took a summer. And I was ready. I I believed. So I think my heart was just really. I finally just gave in. Yeah. I had just run away for so long. I was tired of it, and I was just ready to hear what the gospel was. And um, and that was Joe. <clears throat> no. Um. Who was that? John Hughes. John. Okay. Yeah, John. Hughes. John. Yeah. <clears throat> Good good guy he was a great uh, student I really liked the guy and I don't know what he's up to these days I haven't kept in contact very well all right uh, so and that was about what eight years ago something no like that? I was in um, 2005 so oh like 13 years ago yeah okay it's been a while yeah so I became I got baptized and uh, and you've uh, attended two different congregations. Yep. And then about, what, two years ago? Yeah, about two years ago. A little over two years. Two years ago, you, you stepped out of institutional choice. Choice, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, great, 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 great. It's a great, good background, good testimony. Um, <clears throat> all right. So let, let's talk about... Uh, your relationship with your wife, um, oh, no. as far as <laughs> I knew I had to put a caveat in there. 
as far as far as uh, Faith, wh where 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 do you see her at? Uh, it'd be great if she was here. It'd be awesome if we should we could actually inter in, um, interview her on where she's at. But from your standpoint, uh, where is your wife at spiritually? Um. Well, um, culturally, she's a, a Buddhist. So you have a child as well? Yep. yep. Well, kind of three kids. Really. Yeah, yeah. Two we dogs and a, and a child. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and what I really want to know is what your dogs think about it all. Yeah, well, <laughs> they have deep discussions between them. <laughs> you ever feel like they're barking up the wrong tree sometimes? Often. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so you've got a seven-year-old. Eight-year-old. Oh, she's eight now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, and she, um, because my wife is not really very, she doesn't think about God or anything very much at all, mm -hmm. and I do. I, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about um, my relationship and things. Um, in my life and in my daughter's life with my daughter. Yeah. My daughter identifies at this point very well with with, um, with Christianity, with Jesus. Mm -hmm. She understands and believes that Jesus is um, with us, you know. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, that's just another little wedge <laughs> in there. <laughs> so she becomes probably sometimes a bit of a battleground, pulling her this way and that way, do you feel like? Kind of. At this point, though, um, I'd have to say my wife is, you know, um, we pray before the evening meal, and um, my daughter prays, and I pray, and my wife, every now and then, will say something, you know, I'll say, all right, give me a tear turn, and she'll, sometimes, she'll yeah. pray, but most of the time she won't. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, um, and she even has said, you know, this, this sort of structured phrase at the end that we all put at the end. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, yeah. Because wow. that's the structure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not the necessary structure, however, but um, it's what we often do. <laughs> yeah, I've I've seen I've seen though that that become a catalyst toward greater, um, you know, just just that, right? Mm -hmm. Just just allowing Jesus into into your vocabulary. Yeah. in any kind of way can be a uh, starting point yeah, you know, yeah. A, a springboard if you will mm. uh, into greater belief and trust yeah hmm. well and you know we've had I think you know God <laughs> reaches us in our lowest times mm -hmm. often times it's when we're really low and um, we family have had a lot of low times recently yeah yeah and, and some big triumphs as well and triumph yeah, yeah. You, got, you guys have been on the roller coaster man we all just <laughs> we're, we're all trying to hang on there with you <laughs> yeah and and personally i feel that you know a lot and I, mean, I really appreciate you guys um everybody in this community something I can lean on that that support so well we're glad to do it and you do that for us as well so I, I wanted to ask you what what is your end game like if you if you could think of the, I'm sure of course Yumi's not a goal right she's part of your life she's you're already committed to her 100 percent yeah but what would you love to see for Yumi what, what would be the what would be the the desired place that she gets to from your standpoint well first of all I'm not going for church attendance okay that's big <laughs> I'm not going for that um, yeah. I, I could care less uh, about that or... which is probably a change from when you started talking to her about Jesus possibly probably yeah yeah, yeah. Although I never, I never would have said that before. Now I. But I, I guess it's obvious you want her to have a relationship with Jesus. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So. Because it would how, free her up. Tell me the approaches that you've taken and how that, how, how you have, <clears throat> in the way that Jesus has been working on your heart, your your approach with Yumi has changed over the years. Yeah. 
Yeah, well... Um, How would you have approached it, say, 10 years ago? I think 10 years ago, I would have said, I may have said something, and, and um, my life did not reflect it. <laughs> <laughs> I was not living um, living that out, you know. Right. I was still a very... I, I have come a long way in, in 10 years, or however many years. Um, so, come a long way, baby. So it doesn't matter what I would have said, actually, I think, or... Because your life wasn't reflecting it. Exactly. I see. Yeah. And I, you know, I said, I did say, I, through the years, I've, we talk, um, I talk about, you know, hard times and we pray, I pray. And, um, however, in more recent years, God has really become, begun to, um, change things in my heart which which then changes the way I interact with my wife daily uh, changes the way I drive a little bit <laughs> which is one way that my my wife sees me yeah um, and before it was a very angry man in the car and now you know it's sometimes an angry man <laughs> So, I mean, that kind of thing has, um, I think, speaks a lot. Because she knows where I was. And she's seen me in very low times. I mean, low times as in wild. Okay. Getting crazy with, you know, right. drugs and alcohol, that kind of thing. She's seen me that way, that place. Yeah. And she's seen me come a very, you know, really far in a different direction. Mm -hmm. And I feel like now my my um, task is to show why that is, how that is, mm -hmm. what that is doing in me that's that's creating this outward change, you know. And. Um, we talk about that kind of stuff. Did you did you ever have a strategy early on? Like, okay, this is how I'm going to do this. This is, you know, like, knowing you, you had a plan. Do you think you ever, you ever had, like, a solid plan or just a, you know, do you ever show her the Bible, for example, or, or read the Bible to her? Or we've, um, we've read books and I've read parts of the Bible, you know, certain things here and there, but nothing... We've tried to read books together about the Bible. Mm -hmm. um, I take it it didn't go over well. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> yeah, we still haven't. Yeah, we just stopped in midstream on those. And so um, I, I don't think I really had a plan because I never thought I would. I mean, I guess in a sense, I've been working things out myself right and um, although praying prayer wise I pray that she um, comes to know Jesus uh, often regularly um, and I have for a long time but 
Yeah, uh, the plan. There hasn't been a plan, and now there is sort of a plan in a sense. Okay. In that, um, it's come to me recently that if she is, um, well, first of all, I need to love her yeah. with everything that I can and show her um, a selfless type of love mm-hmm. uh, and all for her type of love and I think part of that um, for me now is um, to embrace her as she is right as a Buddhist as a you know nervous mom mm-hmm. as all of those parts to embrace that and to um, you know, do what I can to help out as a nervous mom, help that nervous mom out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you mean a normal mom. <laughs> <laughs> I think mom right. that worries about her child. Yeah. 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 But uh, I'm not trying to. I've come to the realization that I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to be changing her by yeah. myself. I'm going to show her. I'm going to do my best. And as Jesus frees me of some things, the more the more He frees me of um, my selfish self, the more I'm able to show her who Jesus is, um, and then vocalize that, you know, speak about that, and um, and then on her part, just love her. Okay. Was there a time when you were really worried, like, this is the kind of thing that kept you up late at night, that, maybe not, maybe up late at night is not the right word, that that you worried that she would never accept Jesus, like you worried about it? Yeah. Yeah. How about now? Do you worry about that anymore? Is that Is that something that... Um, No, it's not in my hands, I feel. Right. Yeah. Snow in my hands, and the only thing I can do is just do my part, which is right. to love her. And man, you don't—you wouldn't know how freeing that is. I mean, it's just just to let go of all that other. Is she a Christian? Is she not a Christian? What does she believe? Let go of all of that, and just my focus is just to love her. Right. And, you know, I'm not. I'm not perfect at that. I still have a lot of. Well, I know you. You've there. talked about that. She. She recognizes a transformation in you. Yeah. She may not call it a good transformation. In fact, I think recently she. She accused me of brainwashing you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she's seeing a, a difference in you. Yeah. Uh, and it's happening fast enough for her to notice it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which is very interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, I think that's a that's a great that's a huge step right there. Um, yeah. I, I think you can already say that you know Jesus is working on both of you at the same time. That kind of thing is um, what allows for talking, for more exploring and you sure. know, talking about real real things that's happening to me. And so that was a good opportunity, even though she thinks I'm crazy. Okay. 
Well, anyway. you know, listening to a lot of what you're talking about, um, a lot of the experiences you've had with your wife, I realize that a lot of the things that happen <laughs> with a wife who doesn't believe aren't, isn't that different from uh, the problems you have with a believing wife sometimes. It sounds very similar. You still have a lot of uh, give and take and, and sometimes some competitiveness that rises up. And, and even if you have a wife who believes in the same Jesus, uh, rarely uh, my wife are we on like the same page. So I think it'd be interesting at some point to to try to uh, get down to the nitty gritty of, of what that means. And I guess everybody has a completely different experience, right? I'm sure. Um, yeah. Do you know other other men who have uh, wives wives who are not believers, uh, or men who are believers? Men who are believers whose wives are not. Yeah. I don't know, do you? I'm trying to think right now. No, um, not too many. I, no. I feel like either the men are pulled away and give up. Mm. Uh, uh, or, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't really know too many. I don't know so many. I know of in um, Omega Church, where, you know, I am still a member. Mm-hmm. Um, those there's a lot of women who are married to non-Christian men. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 <clears throat> much more prevalent here in Japan. Yeah. Well, we've got these kind of three layers that I'm seeing. We we've got uh, marriage, mm-hmm. and then we've got uh, intercultural marriage, which yeah. both of you and I are uh, <clears throat> partaking in. That's not the right word. <laughs> engaged in. <laughs> well, we're past engaged. We're actually married now. Made her an honest woman. Uh, and uh, so we've got we've got several layers that that could be really that are really challenging for marriage. Period. Right. The uh, we've got the language barrier and the cultural barrier and the racial barrier and the gender barrier and the gender well and the gender barrier is the normal. Well, it's not always a normal thing, but these days, but it, it's normal. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's normal, but it's still you can't get past it. Right, right. It's, it's not the only norm. Uh, so, you know, all of those things together kind of seem like they they're conspiring to to cause our marriages to fail sometimes. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know that you know marriages, for example, of two two white Americans, if that would be any easier. I, I see marriage failing probably just as often there as they do in intercultural. I don't know what the yeah, statistics actually, are. But. You know what, I think um, one thing that I'm really grateful for is that my wife is not <clears throat> the type to give up on the marriage. That's good. You know, I mean, despite all of these differences and she and I are both committed to work through it. So, you know, um, if you both have that commitment, um, you, something will come of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that's part of uh, the culture. That's the Japanese culture. That's not coming from our, uh, you know, Anglo-Saxon yeah. white Protestant culture, obviously, because 
those marriages are, are ending in divorce very frequently these you're days. right you're right um, of course we might get divorced now when uh, when i retire because that's the japanese thing to do that's <laughs> true <laughs> so she's committed until i retire since she sees that check well, I, man, it's been a good discussion. We're, we're running early, so I think we're going to stop at the convenience store here and grab some stuff. Sounds good. And uh, thanks for sharing that stuff, Pat. Yeah. Appreciate it. This will it. be one of your podcasts that I don't listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just trick you. Maybe I'll just uh, put a different title on there. This is the one where Pat doesn't speak. <laughs> you should listen to this one. I, I think this would be a good, you know, listening to yourself soul search through this uh, yeah. may help you continue to you know hone in on what what ex, you know the, the experience you're having and that's a good point I need what to you're do going that. through that's for sure okay all right anyway thank you thanks bye bye